So, yeah, I got a few things going. But this is Speak Life Radio, a go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ. Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Today is July 25th, 2021. So I'm feeling real convicted right now because this word was supposed to go forth ever since this morning. I had several distractions um, today. And so I understand why. And I just want to be obedient to the Lord and not miss this night. If it was midnight, I'd be in here whispering some speak life. Well, 11.58, okay? But no, good evening. I'm praying all is well with you, beloved. If this is your first time you've been with Speak Life or your last time, welcome to you, beloved, and get the seed of whatever the Spirit is going to say to us tonight. So I am lifting up my household. I'm lifting up your household. I pray we are in agreement with that. Yeah, Lord, have have your way in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Whew, Father, I acknowledge you in this speak life and all that I do. I pray that you are pleased. I pray it's a sweet smell in your nostrils, Lord. I pray you take over, crucify all the flesh in me, that no flesh try to say anything that I totally decrease so you can increase. Lord, bless your people despite my shortcomings, Lord God. And I thank you and I praise you and I pray you bind up the enemy in every way and every way, Lord God. This is about you. You be, glor- you be glorified and lifted up high in the name of Jesus. So I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God saying good night to you, beloved. We are lifting up the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those in despair, those that are mourning and grieving, those that are struggling those that feel like they're in a place of just struggle um, inwardly, outwardly, whatever the case may be, um, lift you up right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank the Lord for you. We are all needed and we are all important. And we have to look at that, keep our eyes on Christ. And so I'm lifting up those that are there carrying those to Jesus, Um, those that are soldiers carrying other soldiers or future soldiers, whatever the case may be, I'm lifting you up, beloved, in the name of Jesus. So tonight what I came to talk about is agreeing, agreeing with an enemy, agreeing with an enemy. And I'm coming out of uh genesis there was another scripture but i mean exodus i'm going into exodus i think i may have talked about this before but the lord's going to have his way agree with the enemy so there's different ways we agree with an enemy because it's not the main enemy because of the level um i know many of us believe when things go we are facing the main enemy we may be facing a giant um but it's not the main enemy okay because god is military 
So there is rank, okay? Um, he is the Lord of hosts of every army. He's, he's the Lord of that. But the way we can agree is even, is just mainly disagreeing with God. If we are disagreeing with God, we are agreeing with the enemy, you know, and we all go through our seasons or our time periods because in here today, I have started agreeing with an enemy. I have started agreeing with the enemy because of things I'm seeing right now. And I actually spoke it knowing better, knowing better than to do that. And it's totally, it's totally in flesh because your feelings get in the way. Um, but when you know better, you don't always do better, but you know it. And so when you catch it, you repent. You repent. It's, it, you know, beating up yourself is not going to change it. So you repent. And you realize you, because the word says casting down imaginations and all high things that try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Um, so it's what you know about God. And that thing, Lord, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, my Lord, that thing is exalting itself against what you know about God. See, because we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. We're not wrestling. I, I love Speak Live. I love doing Speak Live because a lot of times I get chased and I get corrected or I get informed too. So we're not, or I get reminded. Um, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's either a principality or it's a power or it's a ruler of, uh, ruler of darkness of this world or it's wickedness in high places. So they're for high. They're very high in spirit. Okay. So a principality is a prince or a principle. Okay. So you're wrestling, even when it's within yourself, there's still inner enemies. There's still inner enemies. Okay. So, but when you are wrestling, rather you're going against yourself. Or are you going against somebody? What is operating is higher than you really know because you're casting down imaginations. The thing that trips us up a lot is playing with or replaying or entertaining imaginations, especially when we know it's a wicked thought. So I've gotten into the posture of saying, oh, that's a wicked thought. That's a wicked thought. And sometimes I'm still going and sit there and entertain, but that's a wicked thought. That's a wicked thought. You got to know the root of it. Whatsoever a man think of in his heart. So when you start thinking things and then you start imagining it, you're not, you're, you're letting it exalt itself. That and if we could just remember this, I mean, me, I'm talking you're allowing it to exalt its, itself against what you know. Cast out imaginations and all high things that try, and it's all of them, that try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. It has to come to the obedience of Christ. It has to come in submission of the word of God. When we cast it down, we put it in submission. You put a word on that thing, 
and you speak the word as it is written, okay? And you speak that or speak what you know. No, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He's taking care of me. Thy maker is thy husband. He is my Abba Father. So you have to cast these things down. You have to use the authority in the dominion that God has given. Okay? Like this speak life is for me. I know y'all might be listening, but the speak life is really for me. Because just a lot of times when you're in the flesh... The flesh wars with the spirit. So if we allow this, the flesh to speak so loud that it drains out the voice or the reasoning of the spirit, we're giving into the flesh. But if we can tap in and truly put our ear to what the spirit is saying to the church, it nullifies all those little things under it. Because even though there are high things, everything is beneath the feet of Jesus. God is greater than all. He created all, okay? So we have to cast these things down. We have to grab them instead of entertaining them and letting them exalt themselves. Because if you give them room, they're going to they're gonna exalt themselves because they're not going to stop. And you have to resist it. You have to resist, like my sister, Thea. you have to resist the devil. And he's not going to flee until you resist him. So when I started speaking back to what God was saying, it fleed and my joy returned. Because see, darkness and joy are not going to coexist together. Darkness is coming to take, to steal your joy. And a lot of times it don't even have to steal it because we give it away. Because we start to entertain. We start to entertain things. Even if we believe we've been diagnosed with something and we believe in it, we start to entertain that. But God is greater than that. God is greater than all creation because he created all creation. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He created all of it. It all came through God. When he spoke, Jesus, the word created everything from God's bowels, his belly, his word created everything. And so when we begin to agree with the enemy, we're disagreeing with God. We're disagreeing. God said you're mightier than the conqueror. We disagree. God said all your children shall be blessed. We disagree. God said who God put together, let no man put asunder. We disagree. We, we, we get into a disagreement and we start to rationalize it in our mind because we let it play back and play back and play back and play back and play back. So we rationalize it in our mind. We rationalize it in our mind. And so when we do that, we're entertaining. We're entertaining. We are entertaining. And we're giving it life. And it knows we have dominion. But now we're, com we're communing with it because we're allowing it to speak, to have the floor to be in the spotlight, to start talking into our hearing and our inner man and our spirit. Well, our spirit at least, right? So at that point, you're in agreement. So things are being deposited. And that's why things got to get uprooted because a little seed, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So a little seed has gotten in and that begins to cause doubt or unbelief or disbelief or rebellion, disobedience, 
or we just plan we just so want to give up right now because we've been entertaining those spirits and they're sucking the life out of your spirit because it's the flesh now warring against the spirit and we have to crucify the flesh but when those things talk to us it builds the flesh and it crucifies the spirit like thank you holy spirit like my god hello so we we have authority and dominion to speak against it because God has given us power over the power of the enemy and life and death is in our tongue. So we get to choose life or death by what we're speaking, what we're speaking. And then what we're allowing our mind to run off with, with imagination and what we start to think in our heart. Okay. So we have total dominion and authority, but we have to, use the authority and dominion it comes through the bloodship when you receive the blood of jesus when you receive jesus christ you become a son to those that receive to them he has given them the power we end up with the power to be called the sons of god it's a power given it's a it's a power it's not just it's just no like you know i'm saved now it's a power that comes with it. It's an authority that comes with it. Verse um, uh, John 1, verse 12. But as many as receive him, we have to receive the word. And you know, uh, thinking about this, a lot of times we don't speak the word because we haven't received it. So this is why we entertain darkness because we've received darkness. All of us got to come out of some type of darkness. We have received darkness. We've lived in darkness. We have to be delivered from darkness. So we've received that. But if we don't receive the word, we're not going to speak the word. You can tell a person a million times. You got authority over this. You got authority. You got power. You can speak it. And even what many of us that know, if we don't yet take hold of that knowledge, Lord, I thank you for this speak life. If we don't yet take hold of that knowledge that we know, something else is going to establish itself. So I got a couple of verses to go to. Okay. So it says in John 1, but as in verse 12, but as many as receive him, as many as receive the word of God, as many as receive Jesus, as many as receive the Lord, to them gave he, the Lord gave power to become. Power to become the sons of God. See, that's why Jesus is not the only son. He's the only begotten son. The sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Okay. You've been, we've all been given the power to be called the sons. Not just called, but spiritual realms have to acknowledge the sonship. They have to acknowledge the sonship. Everything in spiritual realms acknowledge the blood of, of Jesus. Acknowledges it. So it says, um, let me see. Yeah, it says it in Proverbs. Proverbs um, 3, verse 13. Happy is the man that finds wisdom. Okay. She's that important because she is the principal thing. So she's a high authority. That's why she can wrestle with a principality because she's a she's a principal also. Okay. Let 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you. Happy is the man that finds wisdom. We have to search for her through the scriptures, through the word, through God's mind and his, and his heart, his son, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. So when, when God allots us the wisdom, okay, we have to also get the understanding. We have to ask, seek, and knock. We have to get the understanding of her, of the wisdom. For the merchandise of it or of her is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. And all the things you can desire are not to be compared to her. There is nothing that can be compared that we desire that compares to the wisdom of God in the name of Jesus. Okay. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. So if we're not walking in wisdom, the wisdom of God, there's no pleasantness because her ways are the ways of pleasantness. Okay. And all her paths are peace. Oh man, I needed to speak life. So when you're not on the path with the holy wisdom of God, there's no peace. I just said this today. There's no peace. She is a tree. She is a tree. She's a tree. Okay. The tree of life. She's a tree. My goodness. She is a tree of life. Not to everybody. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. So all of us that pull from the tree of wisdom, we're pulling from her fruit. We are pulling, oh my goodness. We are pulling from the fruit of wisdom. My Lord, I want to shout. Uh, to them that lay hold on her, lay hold on to the tree of wisdom. Now, the, the funny thing is, many of us are in agreement with the enemy. So we don't even come to wisdom. Wisdom tells us that in, in Proverbs 1, we don't even seek her. The majority of us don't seek her. And that's why our lives are going the way they are. Okay. And I need to come back to that. Okay. But I want to finish this here. It says, and happy is everyone that retains her, hold on to her. Okay. Retain, hold on steadfast. The Lord by wisdom have founded the earth. Okay. He used wisdom to found the earth. By understanding, have he established the heavens? The heavens was established by the understanding of wisdom. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom in discretion. So even though a lot of times we know these things, we don't always resort to these things. And a lot of us don't want it. A lot of us won't come to wisdom. We won't. People can give us the understanding of God, the spirit of speaking to the church, and we don't want it. We don't want it. We prefer, God says, there. you know, many that don't come to the light, many don't come to the light because their deeds are evil. Because Proverbs, wisdom tells us here, okay, that in Proverbs 1, in this, this 
is become one of my cheerleaders here. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A wise man will hear and will increase in, increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. Many of us do not come to those that we know will tell us the truth because we don't want wise counsel. We go to people that don't know, we might know more than they, than they know. Mm -mm. They don't, a lot of us don't want wise counsels because then we have to make a choice whether we're going to follow the wise counsel or not. So we avoid people that are sent by God. We avoid those. Always speaking the Bible, always speaking, that's why counsel, that's the heart and mind of God. So Proverbs 9 says in verse, uh, verse 6, No, I start in verse one. Wisdom had built her house. She have hewned out her seven pillars. Okay. She have killed her beasts. She have mingled her wine. She have also furnished her table. She have sent forth her maidens. She sent forth those to us. She cries upon the highest places of the city. Okay. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither or here. As for him that wants or lacks understanding, she says unto him, come, eat of my bread. Eat my bread and drink my uh, blood. Remember, that's Jesus. Eat of my bread, okay? Eat of the word of God and drink of the wine of the Holy Spirit, which I have mingled. They're together. The word and Holy Spirit are together. Forsake the foolish and live. Many of us don't want that. And go in the way of understanding. Understanding what? Of, of the wisdom she's giving. He that reproves a scorner gets to himself shame. And he that rebukes a wicked man gets himself a block. Reprove not a scorner, lest or otherwise he hate you. So don't reprove somebody that is scorning God because they're going to hate you. If they're not in agreement with God. Rebuke a wise man. And he will love you. So these, I'm telling you, these are my cheerleaders and these are my warning signs. Ding, 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 ding. If if the person is receiving wisdom, correction, edification, reproof, and rebuke, and they scorn it, right? That lets me know whether they're scorner or they're a wise man. Even if they don't fully understand it, even if they're like, okay, wait, let me digest this. At least they want to know. But when a person don't want to know at all, you don't have to guess. They're not being, they, they, it's, I mean, they're not, they're not wise. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Okay. So wisdom also says here, okay. In Proverbs 1 again, in verse 20, wisdom cries without. She utters her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief, the top place, okay, of the concourse, in the openings of the gates, which is really the bride, which is the, the church, the building. In the city, she utters her words saying, when we go to church, all those in uh, bringing forth sound doctrine, 
They're bringing forth wisdom. Wisdom is talking to us then. Okay. Thank you, Carly. Okay. So, uh, she says, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning. And fools hate knowledge. Fools hate knowledge. Fools hate the knowing of God. Yeah. Turn you at my rebuke. I mean, turn you at my reproof. Okay. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. She's going to give you understanding. Because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have set at naught or nothing on my counsel. Don't want wisdom. Okay. And would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. And I will mock your fear. I will mock when your fear comes. When your fear comes as desolation, doing some damage, and your destruction, desolation is a ruin, is a destruction. And your destruction comes as a whirlwind, like it's just coming, like a flood, like a like a a, a storm. Okay, when distress. And anguish comes upon you. Distress and anguish, anxiety, all those things, depression, all that stuff, right? When it comes upon you, then shall they call upon me. Then we call for wisdom, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. Because when she was talking, it came to not. Nobody wanted it, okay? For that they for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the lord why because wisdom uh fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom okay so they choose not to fear the lord they would or wanted none of my counsel they despised all my reproof therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way so whatever choice Outside of wisdom, you're going to eat the fruit of it. So whatever comes through those choices, whatever downfall, whatever distress, whatever the, uh, calamity comes, that is what you're going to live through. Okay? So it says, they would none of my counsel, they despise all my fruit. Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Devices also mean plans or schemes, okay? Um, their own thoughts. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. Okay, for the turning away. Since the simple turns away, it shall that shall slay them. And the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Because there are many of us that think there's things to be compared to wisdom. Wealth, friends, popularity, fame, whatever the case may be. But whosoever hearkens unto me, unto wisdom, shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear. So tonight we're talking about agreeing with the enemy. So when we are agreeing with an enemy, so when we don't uh, agree with God, that's what we're doing. We're agreeing with the enemy. So... I am going to, I was, my whole intent was to come from Exodus 14. 
So I'm just going to uh, go through this real quick and I'm going to end with this. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to start from, um, this is Pharaoh. I'm just going to read this. Okay. Cause I can't break, I can't chop this up. Uh, Exodus 14 and one, the Lord spoken to Moses saying, speak it to the children of Israel. Speak to the, speak to, speak to the church. That they turn and encamp before, oh, I know I should avoid this because these names, Pihathith, between uh, Migdal and the sea, over against Bel Zephon, before it shall, before it shall you encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, the wilderness has shut them in. And I will hearten Pharaoh's heart. Poor Pharaoh. He ain't do it himself. God did it. God said, and I will. It was God's will to hearten Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, after the church folk. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh, right? And upon all the hosts that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled. And the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this thing? Why have we done this thing? Not God. That we have let Israel go from serving us. From serving us. Okay. And he made ready his chariot and took his people, his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them, authority. And the Lord heartened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. Okay, an enemy is following, right? And the children of Israel went out with a high hand, but the Egyptian pursued after them, all the horses and the chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea, beside Pihathareth, before Baal. When you see that name, you know it's the enemy. Baal Zephon, Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh or near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold. So they started looking at what the enemy was doing. The Egyptians marched after them. And they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said, now they're speaking something. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt. How not, right? They've been there for so long. So I was, I'm just saying. Have thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore have you dealt thus with us to carry us out of Egypt. Now they're agreeing with an enemy. So that bondage somebody's been in, you may have been in, now you're starting to agree with the bondage. Like you don't remember what you went through and what you had to pray to get out of it, right? It says, is not this the word that we, we did tell you in Egypt saying, let us alone, let we, um, that we may serve the Egyptians. Now, you are of God's chosen people, but you want to be a servitude to an enemy. 
For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness, agreeing with an enemy, agreeing with an enemy. God has released you. There's a journey through the uh, release, Carlene. There's a journey through it. No matter what it looks like with the enemy, God has already spoken victory. And Moses said unto the people, fear you not, stand still and see the salvation. Okay, you're saying that you're saved. Now you're going to see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today in the name of Jesus. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Be quiet. Don't speak. The fear that's in your heart. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most awesome night. Continue to worship the Lord on his Sabbath. In Jesus' name, I send peace, love, and the blessings of God to the people of God. In Jesus' name, peace.